Hey, beautiful people, and welcome to Concealed Scars. Today, I have a special guest, Mr. Jimmy Smith Jr., my brother, okay? Um, today's topic is on men's health and mental health in gen- general. Welcome, Jimmy. Uh, thank you. A pleasure having me. I appreciate the invite. Of course. So I'm going to tell a little bit about yourself, what you do, because I know you do a lot. You be out here taking trips and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since you put it like that so um let where do i begin it's, it's even hard for me to even describe like what i do um so i'm a full-time engineer computer electrical engineer from florida state university graduated since like what 2015 so right now i just um do that work and like you said traveling my job sends me a little bit of everywhere um you know all across like california um, Virginia, even out of the country, like recently got back uh, from Switzerland. So that's been it. And then also another aspect is I develop websites on um, my own time and also do my notary work and wedding officiating. So it's, it's a, I guess you say like a toolbox of things that I do. So mm-hmm. uh, it depends on the day and what time basically on my calendar. So yeah. Thank you for having. Like I said again, thank you for having me. Because <laughs> when you said schedule, I was like, let me see what my calendar looks like. Okay, does this time work? Because it's a slim window and everything like that. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. So I love doing and helping people and um, traveling. So that's basically what I do. Love to see. It. I didn't even know you did all that other stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I be a little low key about everything. Some people still think I'm in Tallahassee, and I'm like, you still work at Harvey's? I'm like, Harvey's? Uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's been that's that's the basically my life. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. So to get into our topic, how do you personally maintain a peace of mind? Hmm. That's a good question. I personally maintain a peace of mind by just focusing on the good, not necessarily the bad. Um, sometimes, most of the time, I'm always like more likely like in the gym. Because the gym is a, a phenomenal stress reliever. Like people like are like you know, it's underrated. I'll put it like that. Like getting on the weights, hitting the bag, and it's being to yourself, to your own mind. And let you like you know actually think about like your life without nobody interrupting that your whole like mind process thought process in the in general is is phenomenal and also um you know sometimes going on like walks a, a simple thing like a walk just to like focus on yourself with the music even though you have music on or something like that or even yeah. like a more motivational podcast it's like yo you just in your own thoughts and like what you want to plan yourself accordingly and what you want to do and what future you want to have so that's basically what i do and like keep a peace of mind and then i kind of pick and choose what energies i allow in and what i want to give out as well <laughs> so that's one of the main keys because you know some people come at you all sideways and stuff you be like do i want to choose chaos or do i still want to choose peace <laughs> <laughs> so that's I what my mind mindset is I can agree. You do have to pick and choose your battles. And are you really in the mood to be dealing with this right now, or do you just let it go and just like you know what? I'm right. Let you have it. Because usually it's in my own um, facial expression can really tell it. It's like mm, I can see if you can tell my thought process. Like, do I want to you know fight in this battle, or do I want to win the <laughs> war? I mm-hmm. generally want to win the war, but I learned that 
as soon as you pick up that breastplate or that piece of armor, you already engage in the battle. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're trying to avoid it, but you already in the thick of things. So in my mind, my sometimes my case is like, oh, I just go ahead and just see this through. I already picked up that one breastplate. Uh, well, you chose this. I give those people kind of like warnings in a mm-hmm. sense. Like, listen, I'm choosing peace, but I can easily choose chaos, and it could be really chaotic for your end on your side. So, um, <laughs> please, ma'am or sir, don't do that. You do have to set boundaries, dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's boundaries. Like, okay, you got to relax. Exactly. When it comes to men's health, why do you think that there was or is a stereotype that men aren't as focused on their health in general and in their mental health as a whole? Oh, wow. You come with the heavy hitters today. So um, (laughs) that's a really good one. Um, I think one of the main stereotypes is as a man is we always want to be the macho. Like we're from birth or like we're in our family. We got to be the tough guy. Mm -hmm. So in order to be the tough guy, we be like, okay, our mindset is is perfect. We over here providing. We over here like being the, the leader that we should. Um, we have no other worries and if we show any sign of weakness then we're not as tough as we thought of but society i think that we saw and so we just disregard what our mental health even looks like or even get into and that's one of the main things another stereotype might be is like how we see ourselves we might want to see ourselves as that person but knowing like deep down that we're not as hard as we think or we, we show off or we're not really about that life or like, you know, all these other characteristics or attributes just override or overrun our own thought process. And we just want to think that like, oh yeah, mental health, I'm not, I'm not going crazy. Like you guys are going crazy. And we low key, we kind of low key dip inside some like narcissistic mindset. <laughs> like everybody <laughs> else is the is the um the perpetrator and not mm-hmm. us. And really we might be the one that's attacking everybody else and don't even realize it, but we'll mm-hmm. like play we won't play the victim. You know what? She did that to me. That's why she what she get. Or he did that. That's what he deserved, type of deal. If it wasn't mm-hmm. because if you hadn't done what you did to me, you wouldn't be in this way. So you got me acting getting this this all this negative energy to you based on how you react with me, not knowing that I might have, you know, holding on to a grudge or anything like that, that stereotype and be like, you know, um, it's everybody else's fault besides mine. And so mm-hmm. then that mental health plays a key role because, you know, like I said, as we grew up, we show any sign of any chink in that armor, then you're soft. Like, you got to be the bad boy or the top dog without really, really um, showing any signs of vulnerability, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's really key because, you know, most men, including myself at times, be like, you nah, know, this is not the moment to try to be soft. This is not the moment where, like, I can... Um, be soft and show any sign of weakness and that's the main thing like you know being vulnerable mm-hmm. and I think that in some cases being vulnerable to the wrong person can build that wall even more and thinking that like you know my mental health is good you guys are the one that's going crazy and so it's like those re- reactive processes that 
really get like as a guy be like uh-uh, i'm not doing this and i'm the one i'm the leader uh i was taught that like a man supposed to be the leader of the house he sure he goes all the rules he, he regulates everything where it goes in and out there's only one top dog there's no partnership and then if i show it not no signs of me being in that position then i'm the one that's losing i'm the one that's the weakest linking linkers the weakest link in the chain and so on and so forth so it's all those stereotypes and then that whole picture of what is it takes to actually have the prime mental health and what does it mean to be vulnerable and in some cases we don't want to choose that side of the house or that that peaceful side and um in some cases um you know i think that being emotional also is a sign of weakness in that stereotype as well like you if you cry listen i cried a lot when i was little and i'll admit that my tears ran dry when i got older so it was really hard for me personally to be all like you know open up to people and and learn like cry in front of people or i cry in private all day like you couldn't tell me nothing but in in public listen it was on the stone cold like um, boulder <laughs> like you ain't seeing no tears there's no water over here and so on and so forth and so that's what my mental health journey had caused me to like try to get past the stereotype as well well i'm glad you like you learned from it oh yeah definitely every day, it's a lesson being learned every day i think you have to be open to it and be like receptive mm-hmm. to um not just people take like criticism i take um you know i turn everything like constructive criticism learn to be open and then hear what somebody's saying because you never know like you had that biased opinion of yourself like i'm perfect i'm doing what's right and this and that not knowing that you little narcissist over here you got a lot of negative energy coming <laughs> off of you and nobody want to be really around you at the same time mm-hmm. and so you wonder why like you know joe schmo across the street you're thinking they're a bad person they got more friends there than you and you would probably be the most popular one and nobody mm-hmm. will be around like the the negative nancy or like mm-hmm. the more one you can't really want to go around in public because they know how you're going to react because your mental health isn't as up to par like you think it is mm-hmm. and so forth why do you think men are more aware and more attentive to their mental health now mm. because it's it's about like access like it's more information out there these days than back in the day you know mm-hmm. um the metaverse or the cyber world internet and everything like that um causes us to actually like it's right in front of us and i think that also that with our generation we are more receptive to what our friends are actually keeping it real with us on that level like hey you know you need to actually um go to therapy seek some help the right way because one of the things is that we um as men our emotional intelligent intelligence is not as high as a as a woman's right and so we're not um, as emotionally mature or have a lot of high EI in those cases to actually mm-hmm. be aware like of our surroundings on an emotional level. And so now that we have you know your partner or whoever you're dating or your friends or whatnot are actually showing you the way like with the right partner or friend, they actually show you the way. Because in some cases, um before I went on my journey, it was like you need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. 
like I told you in the beginning, I'm an engineer. I need like substance. I need like information to like I'm a um analytical mindset type of person. So you're gonna yeah. tell me I need to go to therapy. You preach provide reasons why. Don't just yeah. say go to therapy like um <laughs> I'm just supposed to show up. Like what is wrong with me? How am I interacting with you and what's going on? Like that's actually mm-hmm. triggering um you to say that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think in some cases, and I get points back to the previous question you asked, stereotype or um, being more attentive was uh, actually being shown the right way as to why you're acting that way, and that you know that your normal path. Because I think I think somebody said it a couple of weeks ago was that if you grow up in chaos, you'll never know what peace really is, because mm-hmm. chaos will, will seem like peace to you because mm-hmm. you're, you're you're actually in that realm like this is the normal life um for you and so it's kind of like um i don't want to have like reference like bane out of batman like he said um, <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> when he said batman he told him straight up like um i was born in this you merely adopted it right mm-hmm. and so if you're born in chaos everybody else gonna merely adopt it and then you think that you're the you're the top dog and so on and so forth but when you actually like actually be receptive to what your friends your real friends are saying not the fake ones that always be around just hovering but the real friends that say like hey you need to like calm down or like your energy off or you need to see some extra counseling because you actually have you know some trauma that's deep down that you don't even know that you have but your friends who actually been to therapy and open up their mindset be, be are able to identify within you like hey you need to actually see a therapist and actually make recommendations to the proper therapists that could, that are able to assist you um so that's another thing like therapy is ever don't get to just go to just anybody right no don't do that <laughs> because you know even on my journey i was like i go to one and be like oh you're good but you're not good enough for me and i go try another one it's like a like one it's not a one-stop shop type of deal it's like oh you go for a couple sessions and you just sit there and be like oh okay cool then somebody else might have another method that's more um that best fits you basically mm-hmm. and so with that um being more in Nintendo is like like in the commercials now they have mental health commercials like go seek therapy and this and that and then more uh actually actual artists like Kid Cudi and everybody else mm-hmm. that says like oh this is how therapy has helped me even mm-hmm. even as crazy as Kanye be acting sometimes you know he always says like my therapist right mm-hmm. so all these top dogs of name brands is out there actually promoting that and that's how it interacts with society and there's a man like your favorite rapper saying like go to therapy that might entitle him to like actually go to therapy too and with the right people it'd be like oh how does how do their mindset change because yeah. you see like for example Kevin Gates. When Kevin mm-hmm. Gates first came out, he was talking all kind of nonsense, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, he goes seek therapy, and like he's saying like how he protects his peace. If it's not for him, be like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to be around here. Here's your tip. I'm out. Bye. Type mm-hmm. of deal. And how you're able to set boundaries, and that's that's a helpful tool or more receptive to how men are more aware or more attentive to their actual mental health and even physically. You see mm-hmm. how, like, for I keep harping on Kevin Gates, he like yeah. all that weight. He been more mentally sound, for example. Yeah. And you see how he dropped, like, way he feel better and everything, and, and mm-hmm. overall, and the overall um, 
makes you look good and feel better about yourself. So that's that's why I think um, men have become more aware because it's more out in front of them now than than usual back in the day. I love that though that men are more acceptive of seeking help. Yeah, definitely. Because you can't do this alone. No, we always going to be the lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Like we can, we can carry the weight of the world on our shoulders by ourselves, mm-hmm. and then anybody come around and try to help or, or, the, um, or assist. It mm-hmm. sometimes men think that you're like um, emasculating them, in a sense, mm-hmm. like you're taking away from who they are as a man. And actually, with the right person, you're trying to build you up to become more of a sound man than anything, right? Mm-hmm. Because you look at all like the kids today and how they have no, no father figures and everything. Because you just look at some of the kids out in the world today, and you might see like some of like how they act within like how you were within yourself right mm-hmm. you'll be able to it don't seem right to be able to like chastise a kid for how bad their hat they're behaving when you as an adult as a male figure at the same exact way but on adult level right mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like oh am i grown up or am i just an actual bigger version of that kid i'm just a big kid in a grown man body right <laughs> yeah so it had to sound like that sound like rude and crude but it's like it's the real life thing as to like you're no different than that one kid that's misbehaving yeah well, speaking of therapy because i myself am now in therapy took a while to get here but i'm here and i'm okay when how that's long good. did it take you to, thank you Thank you. It's, it, I'm loving it over here, and, and I'm only this is my first therapy, and I like her. She cool. So okay. I think I'm good. What? I what? Um, if, you mind, if you don't mind me asking, um, what's her like specialty? Is she Child, like one of those cognitive ones? Child, I don't know. She do a lot of stuff. Oh, as long as, <laughs> as, long as it's working for you, hey, two, it's two, it, two, yes. Perhaps in a red flag for her. It, exactly. <laughs> She do a lot of stuff. She got a lot under her belt. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Um, how long did it take you to seek assistance or seek therapy? Oh, wow. Is that coming from when the first time somebody said you need to go to therapy versus when I actually went? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Let me see. Um, I've been in therapy for like at least a year and a half now. So, um, it probably has taken me I say like five to six years to actually seek therapy yeah to actually like go and do it just be like yeah all right i'll go see therapy and you really don't do it <laughs> yeah because because um with the right person like I, I don't go off what people tell me like you need to do this or that mm-hmm. and if i do it when somebody tells me that i need to do it mm-hmm. i'm not doing it for myself i'm just doing it to appease you right yeah and so one in that case was it would just go to therapy but nobody had any like substantial like information as to why and so mm-hmm. when it came up again and then, then one of my friends said that, no, this is why. This is how therapy helped me. This is why you need to go. And I even told them, I can't go with therapy because you say I need to go. I need to go within my own mindset and my own choice and be like, you know what? 
I need to go take my behind the therapy and just try this out and see if it goes because if it goes if it's good then I'll stay in it if I don't really mm-hmm. like it then I just either like not do it or I need to choose somebody else right yeah and so and even then you try like one other person they didn't work out and then one therapist was was like intermittent like she was just nonchalant a little too nonchalant oh, wow. like you know I, I got offended at one point I was like I talk to you like every other Thursday at like 9 a.m. How dare you give away my appointment time to somebody else, <laughs> right? 9 a.m. Ooh, and you got an early session. Ooh. Yeah, it was right <laughs> before my, my morning meetings with my my job, right? And it was the perfect window, right? And, and it was just money. like, if you changed out of that or you didn't remind me that I had a session, it was like I kind of wasted time because I had an hour session, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think they took my, my session as seriously as I took it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I got like kind of offended. Like, hey, you didn't tell me that the times would change. And then when I want my, my session, my time slot again, it was like, oh, yeah, can you try these other days? Um, oh, no. Right. I don't want to try no other days because I was used to this one, right? And yeah. so it's all, like <laughs> I said, it's like that. You got to try one until the next until you find the right fit, right fit that's for you. And um, that's how uh, that, I'm glad I did because it allowed me to realize that um, it was some trauma that I didn't know I even had. Or when I would say, like, you know, your life story or how you mm-hmm. grew up. And it was mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you got trauma from this, this, and that. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then I never have somebody, yeah. like, I didn't expect to have homework. And everything like, yeah, Yo, you need to work on this this week. You need to look at exactly. This I'm like, wait a minute, we got whole assignments over here. My shirt's covered for all this. Like, bet yeah, you gonna have me in here like every day. You keep trying, keep playing with me like this. But it was all those things actually like you choosing to actually see it through and work mm-hmm. with it um, to actually get better. And it's not like oh, it's something. My head and mindset like, okay, I went there for a couple weeks, a couple months. I feel pretty good about myself. And then you're like, uh-uh, you need more work because you still, they told me about how you go from like the, the different mindsets. In my case, like I never got out of the the being mindset, like into the being. I was always in that work mode, the logic mm-hmm. mindset, like mm-hmm. if you do this, then that, then this is the outcome. Instead of lowering that guard to be like, you know what, I'm not at work. These are not, people are not my friends and family or they're not robots. Yeah, I can't keep treating them like like they're robots, and I can't keep trying to anticipate, uh, like thinking that they anticipate what I'm thinking when I'm not even communicating effectively and properly, right? Yeah. And with therapy, um, that's what I basically learned, like how to tactfully, um, like work. I'm good, but with people, I just be like, you know, this, this, and that. That's it. Like just mm-hmm. straightforward, too little too blunt. By learning how to control the bluntness and be more tactful with it through therapy and be more um show more empathy. That's the word. More empathy. Be more empathetic okay. towards others, right? Because okay. because yeah. it's it's like seeing people from their perspective more rather than well, like I said earlier. Well, if you didn't do that, then you wouldn't be in that situation, Johnny. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's those those things where we're saying like, hey. You know, I understand where you're coming from, but do you mind like trying this? If if you thought about it, if you did haven't had not done this action, 
do you think that it would have been a better outcome? And it's that whole like rephrasing of the mind and rephrasing of the sentence and how you the delivery of it, how it soothes the whole conversation, be people be more receptive to like what you're saying and then be able to like follow what you're saying and doing what you what you suggested more often and everything like that. Even certain words like I appreciate you. Thank you for yeah. doing that for me and everything like that whole thing like appreciation i was on a, con- a customer service call trying to handle something and i told the lady she helped me out she did me a whole solid right and i said listen nancy i just want you to know that i really appreciate your help today it really has made my life a whole lot better and listen she took her back yeah i heard her on the other end like hmm like i ain't <laughs> never had this before but it allowed to actually like you be show more appreciation actually too and it brightened their day Mm-hmm. And it ended up being the same lady I called like it was, it was right for my other trip. Um, I, had, I had some issues and ended up talking to the exact same lady, and she was like, "Are you Mrs. Smith?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's me again. How are you?" <laughs> Type of deal. So yeah, it's it's all that seeking a therapy and not just saying like you need to go to therapy. And there was also yeah. a tone in which your friends or whoever says it to you, right? Yeah, it, it ruffles up those feathers. <laughs> like you give me a, a, a direction, like I don't really take direction um, too well, too well like that. Especially the tone in which you said like you need to go to therapy. Something wrong with you. Listen, you don't, so, you don't say those words. It's like you're telling me to go to therapy, but you should be seeking some therapy too. Because you're telling somebody who's don't realize that they're not mentally sound that something's wrong with you, right? And like I said at the beginning, like once you say something's wrong, a chicken in their armor, as a guy, we don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Especially when we don't realize or aware that how our mental state really is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so on and so forth. So yeah, that's a, that's what I have in regards to how long it took to seek assistance and did I seek therapy? Like yeah, and that's one of the best decisions I've made well, so good. far. I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. What is something from a male's perspective that women should know, or you would like y'all would like us to know in regard to men's mental health? Okay. Oh my goodness. She's had like what five questions, the fifth question, and it's it is heavy. I feel like Atlas. Like this is a lot of weight on these questions. Okay, from a male perspective that women should know in regards of men's mental health. Give us time. We don't know what we don't know yet, right? Mm-hmm. If you tell us this and that, like, we might not, first, first of all, communication. We're already not the best communicators in this world, right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you see that, that strong note? Like, mm, you say, like, <laughs> preach. We're not the best communicators. So when we do ask you to communicate, it might not be the time in which you want us to communicate or how you would like it. But if you see us starting to open up, mm-hmm. be receptive to that. Because once you break that or disinterrupt that you're going to be a long time before he opens back up again and you'll be in the same as that position saying why don't you talk more mm-hmm. yeah people be like yeah but when I talk you don't really listen so why am mm-hmm. I communicating like this so you want me to be open but when I'm open you cut me off when I'm talking it's plenty of times where I'll be like okay Kanye can you <laughs> let me finish even with like family friends or, or dating yeah. or anything like that like can you let me finish I'm not done because as soon as you hear that first part of the sentence you jumping on it and cutting me off right it's mm-hmm. actually take the time to actually listen 
we're not as fast growing mentally and our emotional intelligence is not as high as a woman's so you have to allow that to like grow but once you allow it to grow then you'll be able to seek the reward off that and be more um aware of how you're feeling and how receptive you are and being on uh, and being more considerate of you and how you feel because once you use that certain level of emotional intelligence and be more emotionally mature you know we're not as emotional beings as a woman so we, we're trying to show you that we can be emotional and we open up to you being vulnerable to allow us to do so without that in a no a free space a no judgment zone type of deal even though some of the things you might not like what we say this is you know it's coming from a, a, a truthful place right yeah like i'm not saying like you're saying like you know oh yeah how you like me in this dress yeah that dress is whack like that dress is trash <laughs> like mm-mm. no 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 but if he says like i think that you look rather you look very beautiful in that dress but may i suggest another option right and see how that flows like i like you how you are but, but. I think there's a better option in that closet somewhere yeah. and whatnot and, and etc so that's one of the main things that you should know in regards to men's mental health like we're real slow with it we're not slow being <laughs> we're just slow in processing sometimes because yeah. emotional intelligence <laughs> like slow. yeah because we go out in this space like look how fast like in sports football how they be calculating all the defenses and basketball and our respect to realms where we expertise. Like I go to like my office space and live like Jim, in case all this problem and like five minutes, I might be, they might be working on a problem for like two or three days. I might enter a building and be like, oh, 10 minutes, like, oh yeah, this, this, this is that. And it's been a conversation where even I've had him on the spot be like, Jimmy, what should we do? And I'm learning as you go too, just like the rest of them might have a solution. But when it comes to emotional intelligence, emotional maturity, mm-hmm. I was lacking. Like, I couldn't tell you what you meant, what you were saying. You'd be like, are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening. But in some cases, also, I might be, your man might be like, yeah, I'm listening, but I don't really understand what you're saying. But I'm not going to admit that unless you pry, if he lets you pry it out of me. So you got to be like, that's why I say it's a slower process because you got to realize that it took me like, like I'm 31 and I just like my 30s seeking a therapist, meaning that I had 29 plus years of trauma that I had to get through. Right. And it doesn't, and it doesn't, and it does not, um, just because a couple sessions of therapy does not resolve yeah, me solve it all. <laughs> because I'm just going to be a realist and be like um, I'm not going to fake it and if I slip into my negative energy I'm sorry in advance because sometimes you might have like certain triggers mm-hmm. you, know, you might not because it's hard for me to identify my triggers because I can't identify them until you do something to me that actually like when I feel myself being triggered I'll be mm-hmm. like oh I am being triggered and I had learned too and I think most women might not realize that they might see that when some kind of a guy is happy in therapy he might have uh, diarrhea of the mouth like what he's learned in case my case I was like <laughs> I feel like you know if say like say what's on your mind 
I so you saying like, everything? Listen, everything that came to it. I feel like if I feel like you wasn't listening to me because due due to this 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 and this, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know how many times I said I feel like, but I, I was a happy camper too. I feel like you know I was able to say what's on my mind without yeah. without being like you know some guy is suffering like suffering in silence. Mm-hmm. They might think something and they won't tell you, but I know I, I wouldn't suffer in silence. But I wasn't tactful with my words either. It was real direct and blunt. But then with therapy, I'll be like, you know, instead of like, you did this, it turns to like, I feel that this could have been handled a better way, right? Instead of like, you did that, it's your fault type of deal, putting the blame game um, to the other person, not being really accountable for your actions. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like I said, it was a, a moment where I was just like, even my mom, I feel like you could have came across that. You could have just open led with that mm-hmm. instead of saying like, "But well, why didn't you leave with that?" We're going halfway around the world in this conversation, just end up back in the same spot when you could just say that, that, and that. So mm-hmm. it's not just like in like personal relationships. It's just with like family and friends and everybody mm-hmm. else, even in, at work. I feel like this could have been. You could have said this in a better way. Uh, I feel like you wasn't hearing me, but you were saying, I know, I know, I know, which made me think that you was understanding me, right? Mm-hmm. So that is the same thing when people get in, when women, uh, even in the argument, it's like, are you really hearing me? When I'm saying, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm telling actually taking accountability for my actions when I be like, when I'm like, I feel that this, this, and this. Yeah. At least you know where I'm at in my mental space. <laughs> and I'm not hiding some little plot and being crazy on the back end and, yeah. and doing some crazy stuff. And you'd be like, well, why didn't you tell me? Well, I thought you would have known. No, that's, we got to get past that as men, too. But like assuming that somebody understands what we're, what we're thinking at all times. Mm-hmm. That's, that's on my, both parts. That's yeah. Too. But in my case, I never wanted somebody to know what I was thinking, like, in totality like it was like you're in my mind like I'm not even in my own mind type of deal mm-hmm. and that I need if you know what like, every time what I'm thinking I didn't see that as a growth between you and like your personal relationships like family and friends I thought it was like well you being nosy because that's how you brought up right <laughs> yeah I'm not to come and ask you too many questions at any given time why you want to know that <laughs> like they up to something and I'm being audited like what's going on right now <laughs> you know so yeah in those cases that would men would like women to be more give us that you know we don't know what we don't know yet and give us that more time and space to actually grow and everything mm-hmm. like that so yeah that's where I'm at with that <laughs> okay what advice would you give to men who are working on their mental health oh just to keep at it and just because you think you're good or you're in a good space does not mean that you should stop because um, actually fine-tuning your mental health is a it's a never-ending thing and also in some cases um, being able to trust and be more vulnerable is actually a good thing because it allows you to be actually growing to the man you want to be and if you have a family or whatnot do you be able to like actually deal with your 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 significant other and your kids more properly and effectively i think that sometimes um we trust the wrong trusting the right people is good and also sometimes in my case i think somebody asking what's going on with you Mm-hmm. And I told them exactly everything was going on with me. Mm-hmm. This thing I know, I think they were running a podcast, something like that. And 
they end up saying like your partner's not your therapist Ooh. and I was like <coughs> excuse me Bless. I was like thank you I was like hmm this sounds familiar <laughs> yeah I was gonna listen I was trying to be supportive and everything and it was like oh this where we at in my moment of vulnerability you use it as a weapon on the podcast <laughs> oh, <laughs> so and so yeah tell them about it. that's crazy right and so um even in those moments it didn't it did not defer me from going to therapy and also it's actually um, helped me be more open and be more um have more boundaries in and what I'm really saying to the to people to the right person, right? Mm-hmm. And so as a man that's already on his mental health journey, working on their mental health, don't rush the process. And even though some people might might be like, oh dang, you still doing that? Um yeah, I am still doing this and you should too, right? And you might have friends that's out there that might be like you know reveling in their negative energy and want you to be going take go take you along for the ride and just be like you just need to be more sound and be more uh have more discipline and working on your mental health like even walking by yourself or practicing um not memorizing certain things like learning them like i always had this conversation all the time where um memorizing is like you memorizing something for that moment you know yeah. like back in school you're just trying to memorize or whatever information is going to be on that yeah. test that's what i'm learning right but yeah. as we actually learn then the things that you learn will come to you naturally yeah like you'll know like you're not going to be as easily triggered like you used to but if you don't memorize certain characteristics certain tactics to appease somebody then that is not the best route but actually learning those processes, learning how to be more emotional or more vulnerable or being more tactful in your thought processes, it will easily come natural to you regardless in what situation or what energy that's that's affecting you or coming at you. Because you can just, you don't have to like argue or curse at somebody or beat them down with words, but you can be real tactful on emotional le- level and be more empathetic with that person, with people and get more results than you being like all against them and be going to war with them or going to that battle. Like I said, it's all about winning the war and not the battle. Because mm-hmm. in our cases, you're like, well, I'm in a battle. Battles, you know, you win all the battles, you win the war. No. You just have to be more sound and picking and choosing those battles more effectively. Yeah. Because every battle is not meant to be fought. Mm-hmm. Like you might fight the wrong battle and end up losing and then now you out of luck right yeah but if you pick and choose like yo this might work my time or like making rash decisions mentally um while you aggravated or triggered but nothing because nothing's good that comes out of that once you make a decision when you're really angry or mad and just basically uh, on the mental health journey controlling those emotions effectively uh around like your significant other your family and friends and it being more uh each and every day like they didn't build a great wall of china in the end of the day so while yeah. you're trying to rush your own process right mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. in the end result like you can't base your progress on yourself the people around you will tell you how good you are or you become mentally like mm-hmm. in some cases even my mom and whatnot she's she's thinking like yeah i got him to do this and that no I'm still the same person, right? I'm just tactfully or picking and choosing these battles in regards to how I'm handling, how I'm dealing with you 
or even mm-hmm. like my sister or my dad or whoever it's just like no i'm just being more sound mentally and how mm-hmm. i'm attacking this to get the result that i want right mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. feel a, a win-lose situation it's a win-win on both sides even though they don't know it yet right mm-hmm. but in regards to that like as a guy just keep going at it that's all i have to say in regards to that keep keep attacking keep practicing keep doing your homework and not don't be um don't let up still be relentless on your mental health journey Advice. Last question. It ain't too deep. <laughs> oh, okay. What comes to mind when you hear concealed scars? Concealed scars. Um, what comes mm-hmm. to mind is basically like it's like you, basically it's like you have scars mm-hmm. that like may or may not have hurt you, but you put your best foot forward. Like people don't have to know that you've been hurt or you, like you have scars or been traumatic, traumatized, whatever that has hurt you on your life journey. It's more so about how you're handling it and mm-hmm. also um, what you let out. Like every time somebody meets you, they don't need to know your whole life journey. But they'd be like, oh yeah, you're an amazing person, this and that. But when they don't know what you've been through, they'd be like, oh dang, you've been through all that? So concealed scars is best what this means to me when I hear that. Like, okay, I have scars. I've been hurt and this and that, but I don't let that affect me going forward and how I live my life. It's all about being more resilient in, in my journey and what I'm doing and being more progressive in how I do it as well. So that's what that means when I hear concealed scars. There's no wrong answer. I just ask everybody that just to see what they get out of it. Okay. <laughs> Cause I thought that was well, gonna be a heavy question. I was like, oh, no, we got, we got I was, yeah, no, that, you you good. That was the other stuff was a little heavy, but that was light work. <laughs> okay, that appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Conceal Stars. Thank you, Jimmy for everything my pleasure and make sure y'all oh you're welcome and make sure y'all tune in for the next episode of concealed scars
Keep it through any team, ho uh, Here to just let you know uh, Play or get played, no other way That's just the way that it goes These niggas out here, they foolin' Me, myself, I'm bullin' I ain't stressed, I ain't worried Cause they ain't my booin' I'm all for the winning, I'm for the money committee yeah. I secure the bag, chasing a check in your city yeah. Now they mad at me, cause I got what they need But I'll let you in on a secret Jump on it, jump on the way Wanna 